0: have felt the liberating, redeeming power of this Book of Books, and their changed lives have changed the world and the course of history. The Bible Live with Sophie Dollar is your opportunity to hear this unique book, the entire Bible, every year. Now, here's the host of The Bible Live, Sophie Dollar. Oh, yes. Here we are. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight. We are in the book of Isaiah. Isaiah prophesied or preached during the last five kings of Israel. He exercised a very courageous ministry. The kingdom in the north fell to Assyria, defeated and destroyed, never to be reunited as a country. Then King Ahaz, King Hezekiah, and King Manasseh of Judah, perhaps the most wicked of the kings of Judah. Isaiah had a tremendously challenging time to minister. He courageously confronted both the kings and the leaders, even the religious leadership and the people themselves with the error of their ways, the foolishness of their ways. The book is so relevant, so important for us today in America because of what we are going through as well. But before we get into Isaiah tonight, let's go to our wisdom and worship segment. We're going to finish tonight the beautiful Psalm 104, a psalm that shows appreciation to God for His creation because His creation shows His great love and care for us. The Bible Life, Psalm 104, 24-35. O Lord, what a variety of things you have made! In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Here is the ocean, vast and wide, teeming with life of every kind, both great and small. See the ships sailing along, and Leviathan, which you made to play in the sea. Every one of these depends on you to give them their food as they need it. When you supply it, they gather it. You open your hand to feed them, and they are satisfied. But if you turn away from them, they panic. When you take away their breath, they die and turn again to dust. When you send your spirit, new life is born to replenish all the living of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last forever. The Lord rejoices in all he has made. The earth trembles at his glance. The mountains burst into flame at his touch. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will praise my God to my last breath. May he be pleased by all these thoughts about him. For I rejoice in the Lord. Let all sinners vanish from the face of the earth. Let the wicked disappear forever. As for me, I will praise the Lord. Praise the Lord! End of reading Psalm 104, 24-35 This is my to you. You're listening to The Bible Live with Sophie Dollars. With my heart, I you. Is that your desire? The bottom line in terms of our relationship to God, the most important factor is not your emotions, And it's not even really the intellect, although both are very, very important. They're part of our decision-making process, information and how we feel about matters. And both of those areas, the Bible and the God of the Bible, come up clear and strong. But the key thing is your will. Do you desire to know God? There's plenty of evidence. Don't act like the problem is your mind. The problem is the human will. In chapter 5 of Isaiah, it said, Woe unto those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. And there's a whole lot of that going on in our culture, in our society today. So much just lying about life, lying about the truth in so many ways. We're subject to so much deception. Well, tonight we come to chapter 10 of the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah continues his warnings of judgment. Isaiah 10, 1 through 14:32. Isaiah 10. Destruction is certain for the unjust judges, for those who issue unfair laws. They deprive the poor, the widows, and the orphans of justice. Yes, they rob widows and fatherless children. What will you do when I send desolation upon you from a distant land? To whom will you turn for help? Where will your treasures be safe? I will not help you. You will stumble along as prisoners or lie among the dead. But even then the Lord's anger will not be satisfied. His fist is still poised to strike. Destruction is certain for Assyria, the whip of my anger. Its military power is a club in my hand. Assyria will enslave my people who are a godless nation. It will plunder them, trampling them like dirt beneath its feet. But the king of Assyria will not know that it is I who sent him. He will merely think he is attacking my people as part of his plan to conquer the world. He will say each of my princes will soon be a king ruling a conquered land. We will destroy Kalno just as we did Karchemish. Harmoth will fall before us as our pod did. And we will destroy Samaria just as we did Damascus. Yes, we have finished off many a kingdom whose gods were far greater than those in Jerusalem and Samaria. So when we have defeated Samaria and her gods... We will destroy Jerusalem with hers. After the Lord has used the king of Assyria to accomplish his purposes in Jerusalem, he will turn against the king of Assyria and punish him, for he is proud and arrogant. He boasts, By my own power and wisdom I have won these wars. By my own strength I have captured many lands, destroyed their kings, and carried off their treasures. By my greatness I have robbed their nests of riches and gathered up kingdoms as a farmer gathers eggs. No one can even flap a wing against me or utter a peep of protest. Can the axe boast greater power than the person who uses it? Is the saw greater than the person who saws? Can a whip strike unless a hand is moving it? Can a cane walk by itself? Listen now, king of Assyria. Because of all your evil boasting, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will send a plague among your proud troops, and a flaming fire will ignite your glory. The Lord, the Light of Israel, and the Holy One will be a flaming fire that will destroy them. In a single night he will burn those thorns and briars, the Assyrians. Assyria's vast army is like a glorious forest, yet it will be destroyed. The Lord will completely destroy Assyria's warriors, and they will waste away like sick people in a plague. Only a few from all that mighty army will survive, so few that a child could count them. You're listening to the Bible live with Soapy Dollar. Then at last, those left in Israel and Judah will trust the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. They will no longer depend on the Assyrians who would destroy them. A remnant of them will return to the mighty God. But though the people of Israel are as numerous as the sand on the seashore, only a few of them will return at that time. The Lord has rightly decided to destroy His people. Yes, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, has already decided to consume them. So this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty, says. My people in Jerusalem, do not be afraid of the Assyrians when they oppress you, just as the Egyptians did long ago. It will not last very long. In a little while my anger against you will end, and then my anger will rise up to destroy them. The Lord Almighty will beat them with his whip, as he did when Gideon triumphed over the Midianites at the Rock of Oreb, or when the Lord's staff was raised to drown the Egyptian army in the sea. In that day the Lord will end the bondage of his people. He will break the yoke of slavery and lift it from their shoulders. Look, the mighty armies of Assyria are coming! They are now at Ayath, now at Migron. They are storing some of their equipment at Mikmash. They are crossing the pass and are staying overnight at Geba. Fear strikes the city of Ramah. All the people of Gibeah, the city of Saul, are running for their lives. Well may you scream in terror, you people of Galim. Shout out a warning to Laishah, for the mighty army comes. Poor Anathoth, what a fate is yours there go the people of madmenah all fleeing and the citizens of gebim are preparing to run but the enemy stops at nob for the rest of that day he shakes his fist at mount zion in jerusalem but look the lord the lord almighty will chop down the mighty tree he will destroy all that vast army of assyria officers and high officials alike The mighty one will cut down the enemy as an axe cuts down the forest trees in Lebanon. Isaiah 11 Out of the stump of David's family will grow a shoot, yes, a new branch bearing fruit from the old root. And the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. He will delight in obeying the Lord. He will never judge by appearance false evidence or hearsay. HE WILL DEFEND THE POOR AND THE EXPLOITED. HE WILL RULE AGAINST THE WICKED AND DESTROY THEM WITH THE BREATH OF HIS MOUTH. HE WILL BE CLOTHED WITH FAIRNESS AND TRUTH. IN THAT DAY THE WOLF AND THE LAMB WILL LIVE TOGETHER. THE leopard AND THE GOAT WILL BE AT PEACE. CALVES AND YEARLINGS WILL BE SAFE AMONG LIONS, AND A LITTLE CHILD WILL LEAD THEM ALL. THE CATTLE WILL GRAZE AMONG BEARS. CUBS AND CALVES WILL LIE DOWN TOGETHER. AND LIONS WILL EAT GRASS AS THE LIVESTOCK DO. Babies will crawl safely among poisonous snakes. Yes, a little child will put its hand in a nest of deadly snakes and pull it out unharmed. Nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. And as the waters fill the sea, so the earth will be filled with people who know the Lord. In that day, the heir to David's throne will be a banner of salvation to all the world. The nations will rally to him, for the land where he lives will be a glorious place. In that day, the Lord will bring back a remnant of His people for the second time, returning them to the land of Israel from Assyria, Lower Egypt, Upper Egypt, Ethiopia, Elam, Babylonia, Hamath, and all the distant coastlands. He will raise a flag among the nations for Israel to rally around. He will gather the scattered people of Judah from the ends of the earth. Then, at last, the jealousy between Israel and Judah will end. They will not fight against each other anymore. They will join forces to swoop down on Philistia to the west. Together they will attack and plunder the nations to the east. They will occupy all the lands of Edom, Moab, and Ammon. The Lord will make a dry path through the Red Sea. He will wave his hand over the Euphrates River, sending a mighty wind to divide it into seven streams that can easily be crossed. He will make a highway from Assyria for the remnant there, just as he did for Israel long ago when they returned from Egypt. THIS IS THE BIBLE LIVE WITH SOAPY DOLLAR ISAIAH 12 IN THAT DAY YOU WILL SING PRAISE THE LORD HE WAS ANGRY WITH ME BUT NOW HE COMFORTS ME SEE GOD HAS COME TO SAVE ME I WILL TRUST IN HIM AND NOT BE AFRAID THE LORD GOD IS MY STRENGTH AND MY SONG HE HAS BECOME MY SALVATION WITH JOY YOU WILL DRINK DEEPLY FROM THE FOUNTAIN OF SALVATION In that wonderful day you will sing, thank the Lord, praise his name. Tell the world what he has done. Oh, how mighty he is. Sing to the Lord, for he has done wonderful things. Make known his praise around the world. Let all the people of Jerusalem shout his praise with joy. For great is the Holy One of Israel who lives among you. Isaiah 13. Isaiah, son of Amoz, received this message concerning the destruction of Babylon. See the flags waving as the enemy attacks? Cheer them on, O Israel! Wave to them as they march against Babylon to destroy the palaces of the high and mighty. I, the Lord, have assigned this task to these armies, and they will rejoice when I am exalted. I have called them to satisfy my anger. Hear the noise on the mountains. Listen as the armies march. It is the noise and the shout of many nations. The Lord Almighty has brought them here to form an army. They came from countries far away. They are the Lord's weapons. They carry His anger with them and will destroy the whole land. Scream in terror, for the Lord's time has arrived, the time for the Almighty to destroy. Every arm is paralyzed with fear. Even the strongest hearts melt and are afraid. Fear grips them with terrible pangs like those of a woman about to give birth. They look helplessly at one another as the flames of the burning city reflect on their faces. For see, the day of the Lord is coming, the terrible day of His fury and fierce anger. The land will be destroyed and all the sinners with it. The heavens will be black above them. No light will shine from stars or sun or moon. I, the Lord, will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their sin. I will crush the arrogance of the proud and the haughtiness of the mighty. Few will be left alive when I have finished my work. People will be as scarce as gold, more rare than the gold of Ophir. For I will shake the heavens and the earth will move from its place. I, the Lord Almighty, will show my fury and fierce anger. Everyone will run until exhausted, rushing back to their own lands like hunted deer, wandering like sheep without a shepherd. Anyone who is captured will be run through with a sword. Their little children will be dashed to death right before their eyes. Their homes will be sacked and their wives raped by the attacking hordes. For I will stir up the Medes against Babylon, and no amount of silver or gold will buy them off. The attacking armies will shoot down the young people with arrows. They will show no mercy on helpless babies and will show no compassion for the children. Babylon, the most glorious of kingdoms, the flower of Chaldean culture, will be devastated like Sodom and Gomorrah when God destroyed them. Babylon will never rise again. Generation after generation will come and go, but the land will never again be lived in. Nomads will refuse to camp there, and shepherds will not allow their sheep to stay overnight. Wild animals of the desert will move into the ruined city. The houses will be haunted by howling creatures. Ostriches will live among the ruins, and wild goats will come there to dance. Hyenas will howl in its fortresses, and jackals will make their dens in its palaces. Babylon's days are numbered. Its time of destruction will soon arrive. You're listening to The Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. Isaiah 14 But the Lord will have mercy on the descendants of Jacob. Israel will be his special people once again. He will bring them back to settle once again in their own land and people from many different nations will come and join them there and become a part of the people of Israel. The nations of the world will help the Lord's people to return, and those who come to live in their land will serve them. Those who captured Israel will be captured, and Israel will rule over its enemies. In that wonderful day when the Lord gives His people rest from sorrow and fear, from slavery and chains, you will taunt the king of Babylon. You will say, The mighty man has been destroyed. Yes, your insolence is ended, for the Lord has crushed your wicked power and broken your evil rule. You persecuted the people with unceasing blows of rage and held the nations in your angry grip. Your tyranny was unrestrained. But at last the land is at rest and is quiet. Finally it can sing again. Even the trees of the forest, the cypress trees and the cedars of Lebanon sing out this joyous song. YOUR POWER IS BROKEN, NO ONE WILL COME TO CUT US DOWN NOW. IN THE PLACE OF THE DEAD THERE IS EXCITEMENT OVER YOUR ARRIVAL. WORLD LEADERS AND MIGHTY KINGS LONG DEAD ARE THERE TO SEE YOU. WITH ONE VOICE THEY ALL CRY OUT, NOW YOU ARE AS WEAK AS WE ARE. YOUR MIGHT AND POWER ARE GONE, THEY WERE BURIED WITH YOU. ALL THE PLEASANT MUSIC IN YOUR PALACE HAS CEASED. NOW MAGGOTS ARE YOUR SHEET AND WORMS YOUR BLANKET. How you are fallen from heaven, O shining stars, son of the morning! You have been thrown down to the earth, you who destroyed the nations of the world. For you said to yourself, I will ascend to heaven and set my throne above God's stars. I will preside on the mountain of the gods far away in the north. I will climb to the highest heavens and be like the Most High. But instead, you will be brought down to the place of the dead, down to its lowest depths, Everyone there will stare at you and ask, Can this be the one who shook the earth and the kingdoms of the world? Is this the one who destroyed the world and made it into a wilderness? Is this the king who demolished the world's greatest cities and had no mercy on his prisoners? The kings of the nations lie in stately glory in their tombs. But you will be thrown out of your grave like a worthless branch. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will be dumped into a mass grave with those killed in battle. You will descend to the pit. You will not be given a proper burial, for you have destroyed your nation and slaughtered your people. Your son will not succeed you as king. Kill the children of this sinner. Do not let them rise and conquer the land or rebuild the cities of the world. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I myself have risen against him. I will destroy his children and his children's children, so they will never sit on his throne. I will make Babylon into a desolate land, a place of porcupines filled with swamps and marshes. I will sweep the land with the broom of destruction. I, the Lord Almighty, have spoken. This is the Bible Live with Soapy Dollar. The Lord Almighty has sworn this oath. It will all happen as I have planned. It will come about according to my purposes. I will break the Assyrians when they are in Israel. I will trample them on my mountains. My people will no longer be their slaves. I have a plan for the whole earth, for my mighty power reaches throughout the world. The Lord Almighty has spoken. Who can change his plans? When his hand moves, who can stop him? This message came to me the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, you Philistines, that the king who attacked you is dead. For even though that whip is broken, his son will be worse than his father ever was. FROM THAT SNAKE A POISONOUS SNAKE WILL BE BORN, A FIERY SERPENT TO DESTROY YOU. I WILL FEED THE POOR IN MY PASTURE, THE NEEDY WILL LIE DOWN IN PEACE. BUT AS FOR YOU, I WILL WIPE YOU OUT WITH FAMINE. I WILL DESTROY THE FEW WHO REMAIN. WEEP, YOU PHILISTINE CITIES, FOR YOU ARE DOOMED. MELT IN FEAR, FOR EVERYONE WILL BE DESTROYED. A POWERFUL ARMY IS COMING OUT OF THE NORTH. EACH SOLDIER RUSHES FORWARD READY TO FIGHT. What should we tell the enemy messengers? Tell them that the Lord has built Jerusalem, and that the poor of His people will find refuge in its walls? End of reading Isaiah 10:1 through1432. I give you my heart. Bible Live with Sophie Dollar. There you go. This is my desire, Lord, to honor you, to worship you, to know you, and to experience you in my life. This great passage from Isaiah is reminding us constantly of that great truth. We tend to become so earth locked in our thinking. Everything has to do with us and what we're doing and how we're doing. The story of humanity is not about us. It's about God calling a people out of the human race for himself. Now remember, Isaiah exercised his time of preaching and ministering to the people of Israel and to the surrounding nations, to the empires of that time, from 740 B.C. to 681, 59 years. They were pivotal years, times when Everything was in a toss-up. The great powers were found first in Nineveh to the north, there on the banks of the Euphrates River. Nineveh was the great power. Then Babylon continued to attack from the east and eventually destroyed Nineveh in 612 B.C. All of the events that Isaiah is referring to, the judgments against Assyria, and in the judgments against Babylon, even later on, he mentions Carchemish, the famous Battle of Carchemish in 605 B.C., when Egypt came up to try to join with Aram, the Arameans, and with Assyria to battle against Nebuchadnezzar, and they were all destroyed. That was the one when Pharaoh Necho II of Egypt was going up to Carchemish in 605. That was when young King Josiah of Judah was killed in that battle with pharaoh necho these are well-documented events battles the competition was for the dominance of the fertile crescent between the arameans with their capital in damascus the assyrians their capital in nineveh and then finally nebuchadnezzar from the city of babylon coming across and ultimately destroying the assyrian empire in the short term all of it has to do with that but of course as we've said before Isaiah often makes prophecies in the immediate, in the short term, but that also have long-term applications. We've already seen that the virgin will conceive. That was part of Ahaz's battle against the Assyrians in the short term, but also it is seen as a prediction in long term that the Messiah, the, the Redeemer, that God would raise up in his redemptive plan would be born of a virgin. That's in chapter 7. Chapter 9 talks about Zebulun and Naphtali. Remember these northern tribes up in Galilee. He says, "...will be a time in the future when Galilee of the Gentiles, which runs along the road that runs between Jordan and the sea, will be filled with glory, a picture and a prediction of Jesus the Messiah, who would shine like a bright light in that darkness." Isaiah, God gave him a clear vision and understanding to make these predictions that he makes continually from chapter to chapter here, certain battles predicting certain empires that would rise others that would fall what would happen to the people of Israel the same God that controlled and guided the affairs of men and nations in those days as he brought down one empire, brought up another as he brought judgment upon the people of Israel using in fact a godless nation like Assyria or Babylon the same God that was guiding in the affairs of Middle nations then is guiding now in America and Russia and China and is using the same criteria Its harvest. Who will contribute most with to the Sophie harvest Dollar. of... Sophie read from the New Living Translation by Kendall House Publishers. The Bible Live is dedicated to helping promote spiritual revival across America and your prayers and financial support are needed. Please mail your tax-deductible gift to The Bible Live Post Office Box 18888. That's The Bible Live, P.O. Box 18888, San Antonio, Texas 78218. You may also make credit card donations at the ministry website, thebiblelive.com.